Are we finally getting price drops on NVIDIA's RTX 40 series? AMD's 7000 series continues to go lower every single time. And listen, this only applies to a few of us, but you can emulate the Palm Pilot on the internet now. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And today's top story is about a 20 euro discount on the RTX 4080, which I know before we get into it, you're saying, Brett, that's not a lot of money. I will remind you this card just came out. I will remind you that Nvidia typically doesn't like doing this. Nvidia doesn't like to ever admit that they potentially misread the customer situation. So even seeing a 20 euro price drop on an RTX 4080 from from a retailer over in Germany might sound niche, but it's actually really incredible to see. And this is actually taking place on a Gainward Phantom GPU, which is a reference style card. It has the reference clock speeds on it, so it's not a fancy overclocked version. So that explains why it's actually dropping much lower. So it originally launched at a price point of 1539 euro and has dropped down to 1449. So that's technically a 90 euro price drop, but the RTX 4080 MSRP over in Germany is actually 1469. So it's a 20 euro sub MSRP drop, a 90 euro overall drop, and shows that Nvidia might actually be struggling a little bit with selling these cards. It's something that you, you typically don't see this close to the launch of the GPUs. You can see the price overall of the RTX 4080 declining when it comes to just sales overall. What people are finding out when you're looking at sales over on eBay, the RTX 4090 is is outselling it to the tune of four to one. Micro Center still has tons of stock everywhere. It does seem like the RTX 4080 was the first time where consumers went, hey, that is really overpriced. We're not gonna buy as many of them. And so it's resulting in potentially a little bit of changing in the market because that's essentially what it is going to take for Nvidia to change the pricing structure on their GPUs is for people not to buy them. I don't think we saw that with the RTX 4090, people gladly lining up to buy a $1,600 to $2,000 card, but it does look like it might apply down the line. And Nvidia, one of the reasons why EVGA left was because they would not announce the prices ahead of time and not give a whole lot of time to AIB partners to adjust, actually just might, that bad business practice might just work in consumers' favor because they might decrease the price of the 4070 Ti if we continue to not buy the 4080. If consumers continue to be rational and understand that their dollars and euros actually impact the decisions at the top of the company, we actually might see change. Nvidia might make a last couple hour switch on the 4070 Ti pricing. We might hear that it's one thing, but as long as customers continue to hold firm, it actually could go even lower. So show up, buy AMD if it's worth it with the RX 7900 series, continue to not buy the RTX 4080, and we might actually get some vindication as gamers. That's my hope, at least a 20 euro price drop, definitely uh, incited a lot of passion and hope in me. What do you think about this? Let me know down below in the comments. I'm gonna let you know about today's video sponsor, which is ASRock and their B650 Live Mixer motherboard. You might be considering upgrading to the latest generation of AMD chips, which we're gonna talk about those deals in a second. But personally, I miss the days when computer parts had personality and were not just either RGB, black, or white. They actually had some design scheme, design aesthetic that was going on to it. And the B650 Live Mixer from ASRock actually returned 
returns to those days in quite a powerful way. So not only is this the chipset that you should be buying if you're upgrading to Ryzen 7000, but you also have the beautiful orange and yellow design that ASRock's come up with, but you also get all of the great features that ASRock is including, such as three PCI Express 4.0 slots, three M.2 slots, a two and a half gig LAN, 7.1 Nehemic audio, rear USB 3.2 Gen 2 and Gen 1 ports, a 14 plus 2.1 power phase design, HDMI and display port out for the integrated GPU, an eight layer PCB for better signal and thermal performance. We actually did do a PC build with this B650 live mixer. There's actually a Ryzen 7 7700X in here and it has been performing phenomenally. I had to take the 4090 that was in here out for a different PC build that we're doing, but I love just the splash of color that the B650 live mixer brings to my PC world. So you can check it out at the link in the video description. The B650 Live Mixer from ASRock giving you all the feature sets that you need, but also giving you pizzazz too. If you want to slap a high-end chip in that bad boy, the B650 Live Mixer, well, you can do that at the cheapest price that you could before. We talked about on Friday, the Black Friday deals for the 7950X brought that price down to $550, which was the price of the 7900X at launch. But now for Cyber Monday deals, what we're seeing is that the 7900X is down $110 to be at 440 bucks. So this is a great price decline down 20%, making it so that the Ryzen 7000 is a bit more affordable. You also have something like the 7600X going for $249 on Amazon, which will have affiliate links in the video description for you to check them out. I actually ended up picking one of these up on Friday because Newegg had a Black Friday $10 off coupon code, so I actually got it for 240 bucks. But it does seem like Ryzen 7000, the motherboard pricing is where you're gonna have to stick it, but if you wanted the cheapest chips, this is this honestly seems like a great time to upgrade, unless you want non-X versions of these chips, because now we're seeing popping up at different retailers, the non-X versions of the 7900 and the 7700, we're seeing that pop up and we're getting pricing of that, which does seem to indicate like the 7900 will not be the 170 watt TDP, it's gonna be 65 watts, but it will come in at actually cheaper than the Black Friday price we're seeing now, $430. The Ryzen 7 7700 is expected to come in at $329 and the Ryzen 5 7600 is expected to come in at $229. So this is lower clock speeds, not as much TDP headroom, but it does allow for you to get the latest generation at a cheaper price, which might be interesting to you. What could be interesting to everybody is a new phone, okay? You want it? Elon Musk is going to bring it to you. That is if potentially Twitter gets taken off of Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Elon Musk saying on Twitter that he certainly hopes that it does not come to that, but if there is no other choice, he will make an alternative phone, which is just the hubris that I would expect of a large social media company owner, because this has never been tried before. Facebook never tried to make their own phone before. That never failed horribly. Huawei has never tried to succeed in different markets with not having the Google Play Store. This is just, mm -mm. Amazon never tried to have their own Fire Phone. Elon Musk would be the first to attempt such a feat and he would succeed because he's good at success. The fact that it can waste $44 billion and I'm sitting in my basement ranting about him proves that he's better than me. So what do I know? A Twitter phone? I Obviously the snark and sarcasm is there, but the real thing that it comes down to is the fact that it's not the fact that like people would be better suited to use Twitter on your phone. It's that you have to convince 
every other app manufacturer to put their apps on your phone. That's what sunk the Microsoft phones. You couldn't get, you can't get Windows phones. And that's like one of the largest companies in the world. They just, they couldn't do it because they couldn't convince developers to actually come on board and bring their applications to their platform. Facebook was never going to take off for it. The Fire Phone, which was essentially just Android anyways, didn't take off. Elon Musk, especially with this Twitter adventure, is proving time and time again that he is not good on getting a vast majority of people on his side. And so how would he incentivize people to do that via being like, well, we got banned off of the ones who show legitimacy. So now we're going to Apple. uh, Can we get Gmail on the Twitter phone, please? Again, he's more successful than I am. And that's all that matters in life is that he has way more money than me. Bitcoin has a little bit more money in it. It's up 0.4% to be at 16,552. Ethereum's up half a percent to be at 12,13. And Dogecoin's up 16% because Elon Musk is great down up to 10.4 cents. You know who I think is great? Not for capitalism reasons because he doesn't even buy PCs. He, he buys Mac crap bugs the snot out of me anyways it's because he's gonna bring you the hottest tech deals out on the internet what you got for us reese yo welcome back to ufd deals is bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet a happy cyber monday everyone hope you guys had a good weekend the rain has been absolutely non-stop here in pretoria this entire time but just like the rain the deals keep flowing in starting with the iconic logitech g502 hero this 25,600 dpi gaming mouse is going for only 29.99 dollars 99 which is a whole 50 dollars off or 63 percent off but if a controller is more your thing than the playstation dual sense is currently on special. You can pick up the Galactic Purple, Cosmic Red, or Starlight Blue for only $49.99, whereas the White and Nova Pink are going for $54.99. Sadly, the Midnight Black is still at full price. Sony knows what they were doing with that because it's the coolest one. But another offering from Sony is these WF-1000XM3 noise-canceling earbuds. I used these things for about three months until we had to return them and I absolutely loved them. And at only $89.96, these are a steal, 61% off. But if you're more of a headphone person, then the HyperX Cloud 2 7.1 surround sound headphones are going for only $49.99, which is $50 off. And if the built-in mic is not for you, then the Elgato Wave 3 USB condenser mic is currently going for $109.99, which is $40 off and what you're currently hearing right now. But on the other side of Corsair's offerings, we've got the MP600 Pro T, a Gen 4 NVMe M.2 SSD with a huge heat spreader. The one terabyte version is currently going for $109.99, which is a whole $100 off. Sadly, it won't fit in the PlayStation 5 because it's way too thick. But then on the cooling front, we have a three pack of Thermaltake Ring Duo 140mm fans. This combo is currently going for $55.63, which is 54% off. And if you're looking to stay light and portable, then the Asus VivoBook S 14X, which features a 14.5 inch 2.8K 120Hz OLED display. Internally, it has the Intel Core i7 12700H, 12 gigs of DDR4 RAM, and a 512 gig SSD. You can pick up the Midnight Black version for $6. $99.99 which is $400 off. And if you're looking for a nice display but you don't want to stick with a laptop then the Aura's FV43U which is a 43 inch 4K QLED display with 144Hz refresh time and 1 millisecond response rate is currently going for $599.99 which puts it at a massive $500 off or 45% off. I love this trend of them going for like these massive TV like monitors but if you're looking for an actual TV then the Samsung QN85B which is a 55 inch 4K Neo QLED smart TV going for $999.99 which is $400 off. And with that, the curse is broken. I can go into hibernation for the next Black Friday. But don't forget, you can find the links down in the description. But until next time. 
Wow, Reese, those those deals go to the moon, just like the Orion spacecraft that NASA launched with the Artemis 1 rocket last week, or was it two weeks ago now? Regardless, it's now set a new spaceflight record, being the farthest away from Earth that any capsule designed to carry human astronauts has ever gone, breaking the record set by Apollo 13, which had actual astronauts in it, which is the difference here, but NASA just talking about the fact that the Orion spacecraft, the reason they did a retrograde orbit was so that they could actually see what the limits are without having people in it, and it does seem to be going smoothly. So it's one more step to going back to the moon and one more step for Elon Musk to buy Palm, which is the right thing to do all along, okay? You know what? We're gonna go back to the days of Quibi brand because I, didn't like Quibi because it was run by Meg Whitman, who was the CEO of HP when they acquired Palm and she destroyed WebOS, which was by far the best mobile operating system on the market at the time. It handled multitasking like nobody else could. Android, iOS, they couldn't do it. WebOS was crushing it, but they just, Palm could never pivot from being a PDA device. They had to, they just couldn't do it. They couldn't break through. And HP, with all of their cash, was supposed to save them. But Meg Whitman, atrocious CEO, everywhere she's ever gone, kind of disgraced, not good at business. Just, I have no good things to say about her business acumen. And so she ruined Palm, all right? But now Palm's owned by like some other entity where it's like a non-smartphone smartphone. It's a whole other thing. That's what Elon Musk needs to do. He needs to buy Palm, bring WebOS back and just vindicate 2010 Brett's just disgustedness with Meg Whitman acquiring Palm because, oh man, the Palm Pre, uh, Anyways, in case you want Palm Pilot emulation, the Internet Archive has now actually uploaded 560 apps that you can interact with in case you want that. One of the archivists actually putting all of this up and doing the hard work to get this going. And it's a blast from the past. I'll tell you, I had a, I had a Palm Pilot T2. I can't remember what it was called, something like that. But they upload Dope Wars, which I remember playing this game on my Palm Pilot on the bus in 10th grade. I just. My goodness, this this is wild. You can check out all of them at the Internet Archive. We'll leave a link in the video description. There's 120 software libraries of games, 109 widgets, 229 applications, and the Trials of Palm Pilot has 104. If you just want to check it out and either relive your past or explore what things used to be. This is what people used like right before the iPhone came out. Like that's how revolutionary the iPhone was, was like it gave you apps and touch screens that actually worked and this was a stylus you had to tap. Like people were using this, like they had to get rid of their Palm Pilots to update to the iPhone. Anyways, we're gonna have to update our cases to be tiny. Good segue, Brett. Intel's Raptor Canyon Nook, the 13 Extreme, actually has gotten reviewed for the first time and it shows that it can fit an RTX 4090. So a small form factor case can actually have a 13900K in it, as well as a 4090 in case you wanna stuff it all in there. A reviewer over in China getting their hands on it and showing that it does indeed fit a 4090, which is cute and all because, you know, we've been working on an ITX PC that can fit a 4090 uh, quad slot. So. I mean, it's cool that Intel shipping something that you can buy and you don't have to try to make it fit like we are. I had a lot of props today. I had to have the ASRock motherboard, the ASRock PC, as well as the mini case that we building the 4090 in. Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm gonna stop propping up this episode of Hot News because it's over, it's done with. I'll see you back here on Tuesday. Yep, that's tomorrow. More news.